0: Hello and welcome back to Daily World News with the latest global stories in just 5 minutes, 7 days a week. Here are the top world stories for Monday, July 17, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. First off, Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has been discharged from the hospital after an overnight stay for dehydration. Netanyahu was rushed to the Sheba Medical Center in Tel Aviv on Saturday after experiencing mild dizziness. Despite his reported recovery, a scheduled weekly cabinet meeting for Sunday was postponed to Monday. Netanyahu is currently facing pressure on several fronts including protests against his leadership and his proposed overhaul of the country's judiciary, which is supported by the hardline, right-wing, religiously conservative factions of his coalition government. In other news, extreme heat advisories were issued for over 100 million people in the United States this weekend, with officials warning that conditions could worsen in Arizona, California, and Nevada. The Southwest and parts of the West were hit the hardest, with residents being urged to take the heat seriously and avoid spending time outdoors. Miami is under an excessive heat warning until 7 p.m. tomorrow, with feel-like temperatures expected to reach up to 112 Fahrenheit and 108 Fahrenheit. Maryland reported its first heat-related death of 2023 on July 13th, as temperatures in the state soared into the mid to upper 90s, Senator Mark Kelly of Arizona has suggested that FEMA should provide financial assistance to states suffering from extreme heat waves, similar to the assistance provided for hurricanes, tornadoes, or floods. Meanwhile, Britain's National Health Service is facing a deep crisis due to aging patients and understaffing. The number of excess deaths is expected to reach one of the highest levels in the past 50 years, in 2022 and the number of people waiting for medical procedures has risen since the start of the pandemic in 2020. By 2050, people aged 65 and older will make up nearly 40% of the population in some parts of East Asia and Europe. The Ukrainian military is facing challenges due to a lack of air support and the extensive defensive structures built by the Russians, but they have made progress and are now a few miles from their starting point. Additionally, Post-pandemic prestige films are struggling at the box office, and studios may choose to move some vulnerable year-end titles to 2024. Furthermore, the death toll has risen to 37 in South Korea due to floods and landslides caused by heavy rain. Rescuers have been working tirelessly to recover bodies and vehicles trapped in flooded tunnels. The Korea Meteorological Administration has warned that central and southern parts of the country could receive up to 30 centimeters of additional rain through Tuesday. President Yoon Suk-yeol discussed the casualties and damages during an emergency meeting while traveling to Poland on a train after visiting Ukraine on Saturday. Additionally, The third-party group No Labels has announced that it will stay out of the 2024 U.S. presidential race if polling shows its candidate would play a spoiler role. The group aims to offer a legitimate third-choice candidate and will release its agenda on Monday. Former Democratic Senator Doug Jones has suggested that No Labels could help Trump regain the White House, while Republican presidential candidate Chris Christie has rejected the group's approach outright. No Labels insists that it offers a much-needed alternative. Furthermore, more than 4,000 people have been evacuated from La Palma in the Canary Islands due to a forest fire. The fire has already destroyed 4,500 hectares of land and a dozen homes. Europe is currently facing extreme temperatures in the Cerberus heat wave. Meanwhile, A deal that has helped stabilize global food prices is set to expire soon. The deal allowed Ukraine to export its grain despite a wartime blockade. Negotiations on extending the Black Sea Grain Initiative are coming down to the last minute, with Russia threatening to pull out of the deal. The deal successfully eased shortages that resulted from blockades in the early months of the war, which caused global wheat prices to soar and threatened famine in parts of the Middle East and Africa. Moscow argues that Western sanctions have restricted the sale of Russia's agricultural products. In recent news, water levels on the River Rhine in Germany have risen sharply after heavy rain in southern regions. However, the water levels in northern areas are still too shallow for cargo vessels to sail fully loaded. The Rhine is an important shipping route for commodities such as grains, minerals, coal, and oil products. German companies faced supply bottlenecks and production problems in the summer of 2022 after a drought and heat wave led to unusually low water levels. Lastly, the Russian built Kerch Bridge, a key supply line for Russian troops in Ukraine, was damaged on Monday amid reports of explosions. Two people were killed and a child injured in the incident, which occurred on the 145th pillar of the bridge linking the Crimean Peninsula to the Russian region of Krasnodar. Our top world stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, daily business news, daily tech news, daily science news, and daily lifestyle news. Thanks for listening.